Well, good morning, my friend. It is Monday morning, and welcome to the Pastors Podcast. Good to have you along with me today as we start the week out. Hope you had a good weekend. We had a wonderful weekend here, Maranatha Baptist Church. I'm thank I thank God for the faithfulness of God's people who come and are faithful to church, packed out auditorium for both Sunday morning and Sunday night. My word, what a great day we had. And I'm excited about what God's doing here. And I hope that you're excited about what God's doing in your church as well. It's always exciting to see the Lord doing a work in the hearts of people, people getting right with God, altars filled, people being concerned about the Lord working in their life. I always enjoy that. And I hope that you do as well. And I'm certainly um, looking forward to a great week. Um, today, of course, getting it, just starting the week out. I'm going to do some soul winning tonight and maybe some this afternoon trying to get, um, just starting the week off to get ready for the next Sunday. And um, you can't wait until Saturday. You get behind the ball if you wait until Saturday. Start it on Monday. Get it going. See what the Lord can do. And we can all have a great week if we push forward for the Lord. I want to talk to you this morning about the phrase out of line. Now, in Mark chapter 8, verse 32, the scripture says, and he, spake that, and, he, and he spake that saying openly. Let's talk about Jesus. And Peter took him. Now, let's talk about Peter taking Jesus and began to rebuke him. Now, the verse that, just, that I just read to you occurred in a dialogue between Jesus and his disciples. Jesus asked the disciples who they thought he was, and Peter's response was that, he, goes, I, he said that, that he said, thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. Jesus then taught that he was going to suffer many things and be rejected of the elders and of the chief priests and the scribes and be killed and after three days rise again. It was at this point that Peter took Jesus and began to rebuke him. Now, one of the great principles missed in this verse is how Peter was out of line when he rebuked Jesus. Yes, he was out of line because Jesus was the Son of God. However, there's a, there's a greater reason um, that, that, that Peter was out of line. And this was this, because he was out of line because he was rebuking an authority. Now, Peter had no business rebuking Jesus because Jesus was his authority. It was not Peter's area to correct the one who led him. It was Peter's responsibility to follow and obey him. Not just because Jesus was the Son of God, although we could use that, but let's take that out of, line, out of, the, out of the equation. It was because Jesus was his authority. One of the most unpopular principles of our day is the fact that subordinates have zero right to rebuke an authority. The fact that we believe that we have a right to rebuke an authority shows what we feel, that we feel that we are our own authority. Everyone must have an authority. And it's never the subordinate's place to rebuke that authority. Uh, when I was a child, my mom, and if I had rebuked my parents, they, they would have spanked me. Now, let me, I want to teach several principles about this area about rebuking the authority and how it's out of line. First, God established the roles of authority. Romans 13.1 says, Let every soul be subject unto the higher powers, for there is no power but of God, the power that be ordained of God. 
It is God who established the roles of authority because he understood that someone has to be in charge. Second, to resist authority is to resist God. Romans 13, 2, whosoever therefore resisteth the power resisteth the ordinance of God. And they that resist shall receive themselves damnation. The word resist means to stand against, to push back. In other words, when you stand against authority, you're standing against God. You and you are standing against God, you're, you're, you become God's opponent. Think about that. Now, it's, un, it's an unhealthy move to resist or stand against the authorities that God's placed in your life. Now, third, it's never your place to rebuke your authority. In 1 Timothy 5.1, God commands rebuke not an elder, but entreat in, in him as a father and the younger men as brethren. The reason God commands not to rebuke an elder is because it is wrong for the subordinates to usurp the roles of authority. Jesus rebuked Peter so sharply because he got out of line. In fact, he, he, he says, get thee behind me, Satan. Why? Because he had no business rebuking his authority. Now, Jesus was setting an example for all believers to learn that the subordinate does not have a right to rebuke or correct an authority. The only one who has that right is God. Now, when you take it upon yourself to rebuke an authority, you're telling God that he's not doing his job. Imagine that. And ultimately, when you're rebuking an authority, you're rebuking God, because, and that will never go well. Only rebels disagree with this truth. I want you to hear that. There, there are some who will listen to this and they'll get their nose all bent out and say, well, who's supposed to correct them? God, my friend. When is it that you think that you have the right to take God's place? At some point, we got to believe God's word. And by the way, that's why these, that's why these yahoos that, that, that trumpet this well, somebody's got to correct them. Let me tell you why they believe that. Because they don't believe in the King James Bible either. They're changing their version. They're changing their stance. Everything to fit their world so they become their own authority. And when that happens, let me tell you something, you, 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 you create chaos and disorder. Whether the authority is a pastor, a parent, a boss, or a silver servant, we are to let the authorities above the authority deal with the authority when they're wrong. God is very capable of helping you when the authorities are mistreating you. Now, you do right. And let me tell you something. You be careful what you say about the authorities. And let's do right. Let God take care of them. God's very capable. Read your Bible sometime, my friend. How many, how many authorities did God remove? Now, we always have to understand that God has his, his way, okay, for the local church. God has his way when a pastor is doctrinally wrong or in sin. God has his way to deal with it, and it's not in YouTube. These preachers that go to YouTube are godless preachers because it's not the YouTube's mentality. It's not social media's mentality. It is the local church and God. These guys that want to trumpet their spirituality, they're godless they're rebels against God because they're trying, to they're trying to correct every other preacher outside of their local church. It's the local church's responsibility. And these preachers that fight, that, that say, I have, a, I have a right to go out and spread it, they're going against the local church, and they know it. They're just trying to build themselves up as God. Let God take care of it.
I'm not saying cover sin. The local church is to care for it. God will take care of it. But we've got to stand behind the authority. And when the authority is wrong, God has his way of taking care of it. I'm just obeying. Now, if I can't obey that authority, I can't submit to that authority, don't you talk bad and spread bad about them. You let God take care of that. You go to God and say, God, I need your help. God has a way to step in. I learned a long time ago from my parents. My, ter- my parents taught me a great truth in this. Son, always stand with authority. You know why? Because I'm an authority in some area. And how I stand, how I treat authority is how others are going to treat me. Listen to me. If I just stay out of everybody else's business, do what I'm supposed to do, God will care for me and he'll care for you. Well, my friend, I hope this is a help to you today. I hope that you have a wonderful week. And remember today, be good to everyone. Everyone's having a tough time. Have a great day, my friend.